It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Oh, yes, and another important installment here on WBCB from St. Mary's, and it's National Immunization Awareness Month. And right on top of it, Dr. Christina Adams joins us. Hi, Doc. How's it going? Good morning. How are you? Doing okay. I, I, I thought, of what, was, what are our theme going to be today? I said, well, we're just going to give it our best shot. Oh, you <laughs> it's, are it's, just it's, wonderful. We are, we are right on top of it here. <laughs> takes place in the month of August, and the uh, CDC, and P, I guess you could call it, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and you're, you've been doing this for quite some time, haven't you? Yes, sir. I've <laughs> been a family physician for 19 years now. Um, I have been at St. Mary's for almost three. I was in the Navy prior to that, and then wow. a government service employee. Wow. So, but I'm originally from the area. But so now the roots are back here, and the you're back. The roots are here. Family, cousins. What got you to St. Mary's, doctor? From uh, from the Navy? Was wow. it a, was it a recruiting or or just uh, by chance or what? Probably a lifelong dream. I was really? there um, yeah. at four years old. Our our Advent Lutheran Nursery School up in Richboro took us there for a. Field trip? Field trip uh, and uh, met with the nuns in the radiology department. And then when I was in seventh and eighth grade, I was a candy striper. Nice. Yeah. And then after those, yeah. after uh, high school and undergrad, I went to, on a Navy scholarship to Jefferson for medical school mm-hmm. and trained as a family physician in the Navy, which we did obstetrics through geriatrics. So we dealt with a lot of, of babies and infants and um, wonderful stuff with the service members and the veterans. That is a little tricky, the vaccinations, because uh, I remember going through it myself as a kid. Mm-hmm. And avoiding the big three, mumps, measles, and chicken pox. And now they have chicken pox vaccines. They, they have a, a lot of them. And still, there's probably some gaps in the knowledge, I think, of some parents, at least. Uh, I'm not going to speak for myself so much, but when the... They, they had to check them off before they went to school and things Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, yeah. and they still do. The discovery and utilization of vaccinations um, have really resulted in significant reductions in morbidity and mortality mm-hmm. of associated with what used to be common diseases and yeah. now are eradicated. Okay, there we go. Okay. okay. A little... um, things like smallpox and yeah. polio and rubella, diphtheria. So now we've got the vaccination for the chicken pox. Um, yeah. And we highly recommend everyone getting it. There's a concern that back in 1998 there was an article published which has since been um, retracted from the Lancet uh, mm-hmm. medical journal saying that potentially a vaccination could be causing autism. Um, that has been debunked now, however, with concerns of the autism spectrum and just infection in general. You know, sometimes yeah. when you give somebody the flu shot, they get a little bit of the flu because your body is building immune, immune bodies, antibodies to it. Believe me, uh, being a, a cardiac patient, never miss uh, every year for uh, and get them through the pharmacy, however you're going to do it. I guess they could do it through St. Mary's or we have, um, urgent care centers. Clinics, yeah. The urgent care center on New Falls Road, St. Mary Health. Um, my office, we have nurse hours available. They don't need to see me at all. They just come in, see her, and get it. So flu season, you know, we tend to give immunizations from September through February, although we tend to try to get them in before December. Well, uh, and a lot of times, well, geez, I didn't know about this one, but it seems like there's something new 
out there all the time. I yes. mean, and uh, and uh, for uh, for teenagers, right? Uh, all the teenagers, HPV is that? Yes. Is that's uh, they said, well, that's not on my cable. No, it's not. <laughs> no, but but it's a quite a different story. What is it? Yeah, is so actually what what is it for? The HPV vaccination actually is to uh, prevent cervical cancer in mm-hmm. young women and um, penile cancer and some oral pharyngeal cancers. It's the human papilloma virus, mm-hmm. and it's the virus that is believed to promote cell distortion and. Wow. Becoming <laughs> growths that become it's pretty cancers. heavy. Yeah. The concerns tend to be that parents think, well, if I say they can do this, then I'm giving them permission to be sexually active early or promiscuous. And the goal really is to keep them from having cancer later. And um, just like any of the vaccinations, we need as providers to yeah. encourage it. Let's worry now, about step one first before right, the other stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but now boys and girls um, starting at age 11, it's recommended yeah. that they get a three-shot series. Yeah, that, that's got to be tough for you. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Christina Adams. And at the same time, you're not only the uh, you know administering, you're trying to explain at the same time you're in the education business as well. It's just, this is for this, and this is how this is going to work. Well, that's as a primary care physician, primary prevention. You know, we don't want to get you to the tertiary care centers or the fourth stage centers where you already have it and we're fighting it. We want to keep you from getting infection and disease. You don't make house calls. That's that's long ago. Years ago. Years ago. Wow. um, There are still people out of the Durham family practice, uh, St. Mary's family practice, Durham Road physicians. There's people that go out and do it. I'm sure there's other places related with St. Mary's that do. And the process really never ends, does it, uh, doctor? Uh, uh, You can, you get them um, some of those booster shots, boy. Uh, oh. You want to talk about uh, your parent as a parent, your knees buckle when my kids got their got it right in the hip there, and I, mm-hmm. oh, and see them in pain. It was very difficult, but you know the big picture. But you also get vaccines later on. There's boosters along There's the way, booster and shots. now we're talking about before you go to college, right? You could get you you should have uh, some vaccination work done, right? Right, so the recommendation would be to make sure that you're up to date on tetanus and the meningococcal for meningitis. When people are, whether they're in a dormitory or in you know, military recruits, anybody in close quarters with people, those are important. And I actually was talking with mm. our um, PR person, you know, some colleges are not allowing students who don't have immunizations Entrance. to matriculate so until they they complete vaccination courses now some of them you know with religious and and ethical beliefs but as far as philosophical belief exemptions about 46% of you know the top 200 colleges in America based on a study that was just done in um, let's see early 2017 mm-hmm. saying they're not it's okay that you don't have them yeah but you will not be able to get into. Okay, I guess it's going to work out. Okay. Yeah, so you won't be able to get in. They can't register for classes, right. or they can, but you might not be able to be in student housing. So Boy. it has long-term effects. You talk about uh, something if somebody's uh, infected, like wildfire at some of these places, and then they're delousing uh, cafeterias and dorms and yeah. everything else, but it's a little little too late for that after yeah. that, right? So. I think the biggest problem is that most of these infections we have not seen our generation. I mean, I've seen chickenpox as yeah. a provider. Um, I've seen it as a child. My sister and I remember when we had it one July, but mm. most families now have not seen these things. People yeah, suffer. Me- measles too. I measles, mean, mumps, yeah. you know, encephalopathy or infection of the brain, loss of hearing, um, 
testicular swelling that causes infertility later. There's lots of negative side effects of not getting the immunization. How about mumps? Is that still around? Yeah, mumps is still around. Still around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah those, are the, those are the good old days, right? You had the big three, and uh, you just knock on wood if you could get through it. And now they have all the vaccines for it. And, uh, I'll, I'll, and do, do, do you, can you mix them, doctor? Does it really make any difference? I mean, can you get all, like, all of them in a short period of time, like for... For kids, I know there's your booster at this age, your booster at that age, and this kind of... And that tends to be so that the body has a chance to make... Recover? Well, to make the antibodies to it Mm -hmm. so that it can recover, and that's why the subsequent booster shots seem to be, for some kids and people, a little bit more painful because your immune system is working and it's, it's got a response to that now, and so it can be a little bit more uncomfortable. Right. There are adult vaccinations that we recommend getting, the pneumonia mm-hmm. shots. Now there's two Not of that them. Done, yep. Okay. Um, shingles. Uh, shingles. <laughs> the pneumonia shot and the shingle shot, currently it's recommended that they're a full month apart just because you want to make sure that people actually build um, immunity to each individual one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and boy, uh, you want to find out a lot, a lot about what you have to get. You talk to a pharmacist. They know. Well, they know oh, everything. The pharmacists well, are great resources, and yeah. and they can help you guide you. Some plans don't cover the varicella vaccination, or mm-hmm. the, excuse me, the the Zostavax, the shingles vaccination. Um, important to realize that if you get the shingles vaccination, we're trying to keep you from getting a shingles outbreak, which you already have the virus for from having chickenpox as a child, mm-hmm. but also keep you from getting the chronic long-term post shingles pain and that can be life-altering for some people because it is chronic all right we're talking to dr christina adams family practice uh, physician talking vaccines and we're going to talk about the older ones uh, when we come right back imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin imagine replacing and repairing faulty heart valves through a two-inch incision imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call 215-710-5888. St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Take a stand. Take a stand. Take a stand. Like my brother did when he wouldn't take no for an answer. Like my wife did when she asked the right questions. Like my friend did when she made the call. You stood by us when we were in uniform, so stand by us now. Take a stand for those who served our country. If you're a veteran in crisis or no one who is, the Confidential Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. You got it. And we're talking with Dr. Christina Adams, family family practice physician. I think it's probably a, a, a vaccination for every day of the year, probably, the way <laughs> things are going, right? <laughs> there may be. Well, August is, as you said before, yeah. Immunization Awareness Month. It's... Um, coming up on us, and I don't even want to talk about back to school. My kids are starting to enjoy their summer. Sure, back to school shots camp. we have to get. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yes. And uh, well, before we went to the break, you talked. We you were, you had mentioned, doctor, about the the adult vaccinations, and of course, you get up there and uh, into the 60s, which I am, and you're, you get flu shot, pneumonia, 
shingles. This and the other things. Uh, are there other uh, other ones uh, that should be uh, seniors should be aware of uh, that they we, should be able to take? Yes, sir. You should be up to date on your tetanus and diphtheria and pertussis and a lot of, of grandparents are coming in saying you know my my daughter or daughter-in-law is expecting and they said we can't see the baby until we make sure our pertussis has been done and that's in a group shot with the tetanus that's mm -hmm. fantastic that the OBs are getting the education out to them yeah as far as the the shingles or the Zostavax immunization mm -hmm. that's a one-time vaccination depending on the insurance company some will cover it under the age of 60 but most want you to be at least 60. yeah it, and it, then there's two pneumonia shots actually mm. the one of old you know been around more than gosh i know at least since i've been in practice but mm -hmm. much longer than that the pneumococcal um, 23 is one that we used to give if you had lung disease, heart disease, diabetes, any immune compromised situation, and then would be repeated in five or 10 years. Now, recently, they came out with a Prevnar 13, which complements that vaccination. So you should get both. The current um, instructions are to give them 12 months apart and you really only need to get the Prevnar 13. As of right now, the CDC is recommending getting it once in your lifetime. Sounds like a horror film. Beware of the Prevnar 13. You know, kind of. They've got a great yeah. ad campaign. Yeah. If you if you watch, I watch a lot of football, and mm. um, they've got ads with the person grilling one mm -hmm. asparagus stalk, yeah. one, you know, bicep curl. Mm. And a lot of patients, when I mentioned that to them, they said, oh, yeah, I've seen that one. So, sure. Yeah. So education is important, both in our offices and, you know, thankfully, the media can provide a lot of education about it, too. Yeah, and when you see a lot of, been in a few doctor's offices like I have been, uh, they're always, are you allergic to penicillin? Uh, you know, we always, they always say that all the time, you know, just to get those kind of shots when you, uh, you know, in the rear end with, from your family doctor years ago, oh. you know, after a strep throat or whatever, yeah. and you, you do anything to try to avoid that, you know. Now they're all, a lot of them are oral, you know, the, you know, and but said, oh, not me. No, it was the old days where right. we had to, you know, uh, and then just, just grin and bear it, you know, otherwise you couldn't go back to school. Used to get quarantined years ago with strep throat years well, ago. Yeah, still, we recommend not going back till you've been treated for 24 hours. Yeah. The shot yeah. made it nice for moms because mm -hmm. it was one done. You didn't have to struggle with anybody trying to get them to take and swallow the medicine, not yeah. end up wearing it when they spit it out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, we were, I, I wanted to jump back to the, the shingles vaccine because that, that's, that is so painful and get you and it could get you at any time. Right. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. it's not just, you know, I heard the, you know, my, my grandfather had that, you know, but you think possibly being younger that yeah, that's I've seen three-year-olds with shingles. Is that right? I have. So it the definitely oh it's, it stays in the in the nerve root and it comes out during times of physical and emotional stress. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen people, you know, that's unfortunately, right, if it goes over on the face, it can it cause permanent issues with your eyes. Um, and just the chronic pain from it oh. can be debilitating. I've had people, you know, you can't even they can't let a shirt touch a certain part of their back because it hurts so much. So. It's a wonderful vaccination, and, and I highly recommend it. The only people that shouldn't get it would be if you're immune compromised. So you would be already in a situation where you're talking to 
like an mm -hmm. oncologist or a specialist if your immune system isn't working right. the way it should. Uh, doctor, the, the Lawless requires information networking amongst yourselves and at St. Mary's. And you have a, a good team working with you to get all the information out uh, in your Oh, we do. Yeah. We've got yeah. our electronic health record is a yeah. fabulous source. They actually do automatic um, phone calls to patients, reminding them about how important and health positive it is to get the flu shot. Um, our nurses and medical assistants scrub the charts before the patients come in and say, oh, this one hasn't had their tetanus or we think they got their flu this year. Did they get it with the VA? Did they get it at, you know, a local pharmacy and we need to get data? So one of the good things is, is the information age and maybe a lot of us are a little slow to it, but uh, you can dial up uh, information at, at a moment's notice. Don't waste any time. Time is uh, uh, such a great, uh, great healer there. And, and even using phones, you know, I said, well, you don't have this and I could dial up my uh, medical records and show and that's all uh, yeah the medical I, portals are phenomenal i, I hadn't even sources. thought of that but boy that's sort of like your office that you have to think of it that way mm -hmm. and you can confirm your appointments off over the mm -hmm. phone as well so yeah. those are the th that probably helps your business run smoother even though you're in a very difficult way you're constantly suspensing information and and assuring at the same time and yes. administering all at yes. the same time well i had a, a young student in his 20s and he was going um to college and hadn't been in, a, in school in a mm -hmm. while and and i said well we i can't sign this form without knowing all your information and thankfully his mother had a file as most mothers do of where the immunizations were she took a picture of it Send him the picture Bingo. on his phone, and there we had the dates, the lot numbers, and he didn't have to come back. We didn't. It was fabulous. Yeah, because so. you remember some of the pioneer days where they had to get permission and forms and filled out, and now you can do it that way and get the consent, whatever. Back in the day, you had to wait. Oh. Uh, yeah, and just uh, and. Yeah. I mean, some... we obviously had his consent because he was showing us <clears throat> the phone, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it really the electronic health record has been fabulous the portal for patients i have patients email me at three in the morning because they're up with something you know oh i wanted to ask you this or i forgot to tell you that so yeah <laughs> and now it's uh, and some of the and, and some of the barriers have been knocked down i don't want to go to the doctor they're just going to find something wrong with you well you know, I mean, there's I'm, always i'm thinking about my like mother ah, they're just going to think it's ah, i don't need them I mean, it's, it's, but now you you uh <laughs> You could literally worry yourself to death with uh, stuff that goes on, and I think a little peace of mind is probably a lot better. You know, the, the plus you have all the the access. You got the urgent cares and minute clinics and mm -hmm. all the there's and St. Mary's right in the middle of all that too. Right, right. Yeah. And we encourage people. In fact, I try to educate them every day. You know, if you think you need stitches because you cut something while you were in the kitchen, infection. That's not a yeah. that's not a need to go to an emergency room, but. It, urgent cares have those facilities and for a lot of people the copay is um, more yeah. reasonable than an emergency room you know the oh. emergency rooms when people say i went there and i waited six hours well you know i'm sorry you waited six hours but you're lucky you weren't put at the head of the line because that means you weren't as sick as somebody else who was in right there. you got a cut on your finger somebody who's in the cardiac arrest uh, is right. probably going to jump the jump the line a little bit kind of you don't want to be first just in the, line in the er just the guess so. well to schedule an appointment with dr mcadams or one of the saint mary's other family practitioners you can call the saint mary physician referral hotline 215-710-5888 or 
You can get on the website at www.stmaryhealthcare.org. We're coming right back. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing faulty heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call 215-710-5888. St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Next time you head down the shore, make Keenan's Irish Pub your favorite spot. Located in the heart of North Wildwood, Keenan's Irish Pub is 25,000 square feet of wall-to-wall fun. There's live entertainment seven days a week and an extensive menu that even features sushi. So grab a nice cold drink, listen to some live music, and enjoy a fantastic time at Keenan's Irish Pub. Keenan's is located at 113 Old New Jersey Avenue in North Wildwood, where all the neighborhoods still meet. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Well, we're we're ahead of the we're ahead of the game here for June 28th because August is National Immunization Awareness Month. That's why Dr. McAdams graduated in the tops of her class, right? It was two months ahead of everybody, right? <laughs> Dr. Christina McAdams is here and uh, family practice physician. Sounds like it could be a summer replacement show, Dr. Christina McAdams, family practitioner. Sounds like it could be a medical show that uh, NBC might pick up. No. <laughs> I don't know. I like seeing patients too much to be away from them. One thing I wanted Maybe to Maybe Brooke Shields will play you, possibly. Oh, yeah. that was kind. Okay. She's my generation. <laughs> yeah. um, just for clarification on a few issues, yeah. the pneumonia shot is not going to keep someone from getting pneumonia. The pneumonia mm. shot, the intent of the pneumonia shot is to keep you from getting the severe illness where your blood is infected with the bacteria and you can be septic and very sick in the ICU. So patients will say, will the shot hurt? Yes, unfortunately, depending on the technique, it might hurt a little bit less, a little bit more. Um, there can always be a site reaction, redness, swelling, a little bit of discomfort, but it's not going to give you the pneumonia and it is not going to keep you from getting it, just getting the blood infection afterwards right uh, yeah because that's when you have to treat with the heavy stuff i can remember having a touch of that it gave me vanton for, uh, for oh yeah, wow for that. Yeah. yeah that's potent yeah and it's iv and it's in the yeah. hospital i couldn't remember my home phone number after that I was you know yeah oh. i was almost like rain man yeah yeah i got a vaccine yeah <laughs> you know i was that's how bad it was right yeah. well plus being in the hospital you get exposed to other yeah. germs so we, we're yeah. trying to keep you this is primary or first line prevention of things and that's why immunizations are so important it's one of yeah. the best you know modern medical inventions really it's kept so many people from having secondary issues and yeah problems. I, I would i would assume doctor you're tr in the somebody go oh I, I got it and i still got sick yeah but then after that how did you do well, pretty good okay then then the, i'm sure you've had that conversation absolutely. more than a few times absolutely and you i know, told you so i told you yeah so. I, you gave me the flu shot and <laughs> i got sick well yes you might have gotten a little bit of the flu but you didn't get the i need to be in the hospital like um, oh, high-powered stuff yeah right the morbidity and mortality the illness and and death secondary to the flu you know is is very high in patients over 65 yeah um and and in very young people so there's lots of myths out there about immunizations i think the biggest thing as a physician i need to do is educate my patients and being here st mary's having me here is part of that but also just encouraging people that 
most of the illnesses that we don't see anymore still potentially do exist. Minnesota's had, what did we say earlier, 76 outbreaks of measles in it hasn't even been the full calendar year. Mm. Last year in the United States total, there was 70. So do you do the shots so, yourself? You were, how's your, no, I have a fabulous nurse who gives shots. Oh, okay. She is a wonderful administrator. And that was one thing I always loved because when the kids, especially when I was in the Navy, the kids, oh, am I going to get shots from you? Mm. Nope, not from me. Ah. <laughs> we had a whole separate wing where the immunizations were given. We always rate the uh, touch of all the... Uh, all the doctors and nurses and practitioners and everything else and blood work since I've had all of that. Right. And some would, you could barely tell they even touch you. And, the, yeah. and I had a, I was at Einstein one time and I had, <clears throat> had a male nurse. He had the touch of a blacksmith. I mean, oh. I was, I was, I was beat up all week. Like I had fought Mike Tyson or something. <laughs> but That's my oh. experience. Hey, you got to have them. And some are really good at it and others and sometimes, not so great. Sometimes yeah. we flinch and sometimes patients yeah. flinch and, you know, Yeah, the, the needles, the needles, and some people are, are very afraid of that. How, if that's a problem, doctor, is there any way to do it orally or anything like that? Is Or can you, I'm, I know that sounds, sounds well, a little strange. Well, some infant ones are oral and, yeah. um, and you you can they consume them as a little liquid um there are nasal sprays for the flu vaccinations that um, some patients will qualify for based on their their history their age their other medical conditions Hmm. i would say Hmm. don't lie to a, a patient that it you know it probably will hurt a little bit but it's not something that we want you to avoid just because of that you'll hurt a lot more if you end up in the hospital with iv tubes in your arms and and being Inpatient. Yeah, you know, I had a doctor double cross me, and I was about mm, seven or eight. He said, yeah. "Well, are you afraid of needles? So we'll do. It. We'll do it on the count of three. One, and he hit me on two. Oh, I was relaxed. <laughs> Never. I said, "All right, that, all right. I'm wise to you now." Right. <laughs> but he didn't do it the following. Yeah, one, two. Ooh, you know that was that was, that was <laughs> it. But yeah, and that was always it was always the, all the uh, phobias you had about the doctors and white coats and people were getting scared of the white, so they would tre- dress more informally to try to take the take the edge off i i know that's really weird and, and things like that but that's one thing I'll, I'll give the the profession is that try to be up to date on everything and go to a lot of seminars i'm sure you mm-hmm. probably have continuing education oh. or and you're probably rolling uh, and maybe lecture on a f- uh, on a few things as well some of your experience is that true as well or? actually yes i've uh, done several years now of teaching at the Thomas Jefferson University Physician Assistant Program, um, and specifically talking about obstetrical things and anemia. So yeah. we're constantly learning. I have a website that St. Mary's provides access for me to, but it's a, a nationwide website. It's called Up to Date. Yeah. It's a wonderful thing. I get in front of a patient on the computer. Okay, you have a question about this. I don't know the answer. Let's look yeah. it up and see what's currently recommended. Yeah, the, the ball game has sort of changed a little bit, doctors, that you're not only involved, but you also have practitioners navigators uh, I mean more now than there's ever been mm-hmm. and you have to rely on their work and information and experience Absolutely. to go all the information together to make you make your judgments well that and just helping the patients navigate health care you know making sure that yes I told you know mm. mr. Smith to do this but when he went out to the parking lot somebody hit his car and he doesn't remember anything I said because he's distracted so having those follow-up phone calls thankfully the pharmacy will say did you mean to 
order this mm. one because last week Dr. So-and-so, his specialist, ordered that one, and the patient forgets. So even though we ask them when they come in and we verify things, there's a lot of, of double-checking. And, and patients, for the most part, appreciate that. They feel like they really... You're expecting it. You're, there's nothing that son goes uh, on, you know, if they, you have a question, you ask or, or find out, right? Right, so, right. But yeah. they don't feel like they're being intruded upon. It's more of, you know, we just want to make sure we did and said the right thing to you and that yeah. you understood it. Got about a minute to go, uh, 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 doctor. Uh, you've been in the Navy and doing all, seen probably travel the world a little bit and you end up right, right in your own backyard here. It's, uh, it's, it's probably pretty rewarding. Your experience uh, wide ranging there must give you a lot of really good perspective on, on everything. Yeah, I think yeah. one of the biggest um, blessings I've had to be a family physician is to really know the families mm -hmm. because part of someone's health care uh, is their foundation. And if they go home and, and they can't read the instructions I've given them or the people at home aren't supportive of the diabetic diet they need or the different, you know, referrals and, and drives to different specialists. Part of that is part of their health care, and, and knowing that about them is part of being their family physician. Right, and being a patient, you, somebody you can rely on, too. It's just not a nameless, faceless kind of thing that uh, people would may shy away from uh, based on that you know so the familiarity is good too it's still it it's still face to face no matter how you how you slice it right That's right so uh, dr christina adams family practice physician with saint mary's and to schedule an appointment with uh, the doctor right you don't play golf on wednesday and take the day off you're uh, not doing any of that kind of stuff or no no, no, um, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm scottish by blood but i'm not a golfer all right all right <laughs> Other, other activities. We don't know, but uh, maybe uh, that'll be another show. <laughs> you could call the uh, St. Mary Physician Referral Hotline 215-710-5888 or get to the website. A lot of good information there with www.stmaryhealthcare.org. Doctor, thank you so much for taking the time and you, uh, co to continued uh, great success in what you're doing. Thank and, you. Uh, at St. Mary Healthline, you hear it Wednesdays at 9 o'clock here on WBCB.